Absolute Radio. Oh, are we on the air? Jeez. To apologise, the listener, there was silence there. Eh? I've had to run all the way up from the basement to uh, the third floor because the studio. What a terrible start to a show. The studio downstairs doesn't seem to work, so uh, I've come up here. <sighs> Jesus. I'm 36 and incredibly unfit. Dig this Beatles song, man, while I get my breath back. Jeez. Which one are you on? Two? Five. Five. There we go. I've got... Oh, jeez, this is going to be awful. I've got echo in my ears. Are we in delay? No! Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, dear listener, this is nobody's... Nobody's fault. I'm going to take these off because it's delayed. It's too much echo. This is nobody's fault, but, um... Uh, we, we, we... Ben does his wonderful show, and Ben was playing those recordings of other DJs, and hats off to him for doing that, because... Not many people can do that and pull it off as well as he does. Ben was... That's crazy. Delay, isn't it? How can you talk like that? Anyway, Ben was, uh, does his show up in Studio A, up on the third floor. Oh, yeah. We did the show down in Studio J, down in the basement, uh, and th- there was only a 40-second ad break. I shouldn't really be going into all this technical stuff, but some of you will enjoy this. There was a 40-second ad break between ours and Ben's show. And Ben, uh, you know, has, has family to get home to. So he says as soon as his last song finished, the adverts came on. There you go, the show's all yours. Nice one. And Eloise is... When you went... Oh, F. I knew that we had a slight <laughs> problem there. And the studio just wasn't working but it wouldn't, at it, all. It's basically, you have to swap studios and it wouldn't um, Why are there pews work. Yes. And I checked, and apparently, normally, if that doesn't work, it means you've got to check are all the faders down. They were faders all were down. down. Faders were down. So, 30. So then we've got 30 seconds of ad left. So, so then I go on to the intercom. Ben, are you still there? No, Silence. He, he had gone. It was like someone had dropped one in the studio. He could not get out quick enough. So then 25 seconds to go, I had to run all the way. That's four floors I have run. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, yes, I'm a lanky beanpole. But boy, I have got no stamina at all. Oh, by the way, you're listening to this. Yes, mate. There we go. We can start the business properly. Well, welcome uh, to another week of hilarity and exhaustion and being out of breath uh, pretty much is what you're going to get for tonight. Christmas special tonight. They did... Oh, is this... Ooh. We're phoning Caddick, are we? <laughs> yes. He's on speakerphone, I think. There he is. Alan! Alan! Hang on. Uh, Alan! Ian! He's there! Hang on. The first call of the week, it's Caddick! Hello! Hang on a minute, because uh, this studio is rubbish for phoning. There we go. H- how are you, Caddick? Weekend, the weekend has been wonderful. I've watched movies, episodes of Lost, and I've played computer games and seen a Beatles tribute band. That has been my weekend, Alan. It literally could be no better. What about you, Alan? Oh, and I won £45 million on the Euro Lottery as well. Wow! Eloise, what have you been doing this weekend? Hang on, let me just give you a bit more of the old oomph there. Try that, there we go. Um, oh, that's better. And also, speak into the microphone. I, I am. Yes? Um... <laughs> oh, both, both of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, apart from legging it up four flights of stairs. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, not a lot, really. I watched you come down with me and saw a snake poo on a table. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, whenever people ask how has your weekend been, you know it's just because you want they want you to ask them that question That's yourself. True. How so, has your weekend been? Yes, Caddick. Brilliant. Have you got your end away? Not even better than that. You've got your two ends away. No, hang on. What? What could be better than getting your end away? I've got an audition for Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Alan, this is literally. It's. It's. If, if someone were to phone up now and say that Jesus Christ had been reborn and there were peace all over the world, it would not make me as happy as what I have just heard. Alan, what? What? When is your audition? On Saturday the 12th of December at the NEC in Birmingham. Okay, and are you going to be actually auditioning in front of um, uh, Simon Cowell, The Lady and the Dribbling Anus? Yes, I am. Uh, Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan. I'm going to be auditioning in front of Simon Cowell, Amanda Alden and Piers Morgan. That's definitely happening, is it? Yes, definitely. Now, Alan, do you think you've got there because you've got talent, or, don't take this the wrong way, do you think they're going to laugh at you? Both. Okay, well, okay. And, Alan, what do you think, what will you be doing... I'm going to be singing. Singing? Could yeah. you give us a snatch now, do you think? Don't you get the universe. Okie dokie, Alan Caddick, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. He's going to win. Coming soon on Britain's Got Talent. So, it's Christmas special this evening. I'll tell you why. Sorry, kid. I am. Because, um... I've seen all the Christmas lights in Oxford Street and Regent Street and stuff, and I was a li- I'm always a little bit cynical. It's like, but what, what's the date now? It's like October the 8th or something. Where are we? November the 9th? <laughs> I've been asleep for a month. It's November the 9th. Come on, man. Everything else is over now. My birthday was gone in June. Halloween has gone. The, the bonfires has, has happened. Christmas is coming, man. We're not, what, what, f- f- five weeks? Something like that, yeah. Five or six weeks away from the greatest day in the freaking world man Maltesers for breakfast <laughs> that's what Christmas is and then turkey for the next oh, week afterwards you cannot go wrong with Christmas so we have an action packed show this evening three things I want to talk about first thing uh, is, is Christmas special D- just phone up we are going to celebrate Christmas I don't think I've brought any Christmas songs to me I meant to I meant to bring a whole heap of Christmas tunes with me and we were just going to celebrate what is the b- I'm so excited <laughs> oh you've been sick no sick it up uh, it's just after the running. A little bit it's, of sick. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, it be, oh, Christmas comes. It's Christmas is coming too early. It's coming too early. No, it can never it's come not. too early. No, bring it on. Bring on the. I want the Christmas specials to start now. And the thing with Christmas specials on TV, we know they're always going to be rubbish. We know there'll be a fight in EastEnders and someone's oven will have broken down, so they'll have to go for dinner Someone at the will Queen get Vic. Murdered. Someone will get murdered. The 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 um what do they call it? Fools and Horses Christmas special is always pony, but it's wonderful it's because it's Christmas. Especially if it's the Batman and Robin uh, one. Oh, that was terrible. It's brilliant. Am I the only person? Here we go. Only Fools and Horses and Faulty Towers. Not funny. Not funny in the slightest. I agree with you on the Faulty Towers side. Just rubbish. Simon! Simon! Germans! Germans! Basil! Rubbish. (laughs) Uh, So Christmas special. Anything you want to phone up and just, just want to phone up and wish other callers a Merry Christmas because that's what you do at Christmas. You're nice to people even if you hate them. 0330123-1215. Someone texted in even before they knew it was a Christmas special yeah. and wished us happy Christmas. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Who was that? Um, Mark, maybe I want to say, but it might not have been Mark. 
Well, uh, Merry Steve, Christmas. Steve Ward. Merry Christmas, Steve, and, and uh, Mark, and... Uh, oh, Steve's the guy, I think, who's gonna... Not listening to the show anymore. That's this, it. This he- is great. I've decided uh, not to listen, but I'm gonna download and save all the podcasts from now until the 10th of December to listen to during my long journey to Australia on the 12th of December. That's wonderful. That is good. Well, enjoy. He'll, he'll be on his flight now listening to this on the 12th of December. So, hi, Steve. Yeah, hi. Have a good flight. We'll try and mention you in, a, in like a week's time. So, in about like seven hours of your seven hours of your journey, yes. you, we'll talk to you again. So, if you want, you could go and watch a good film. Yeah, go and watch a movie. We'll be here. Uh, so, we're doing that. We're also asking, have you ever had to kick down a door? i tell you where this comes from. Ben Jones, who is uh, rapidly becoming the, the, the person I love the most in the world, uh, was telling me that he once lived in a flat people below him there was a fire downstairs he had to go and kick down the front door I've never and it made me think he's more of a man than I will ever be yes he's got you know there's there's things wrong with him that we won't go into because (laughs) it's just private that's private it is private Um, but he's more of a man than I shall ever be so have you ever had to kick down a door 033-0123-1215 and tonight we're going to find out once and for all using scientific data what is the best monster of all time I say the zombie. What's I say your, nothing. What? What's your scientific data? Well, um, I've got it here somewhere. This is my son. I've got the research. Hang on, it's just a While you're doing that, I'll just tell you that Ben Jones said that if he won the Euro Millions, he was going to take me and you away to the Maldives, along with maybe three other people from our floor. Isn't that nice? I wouldn't go with him. Uh, I've left the scientific data at home, but zombies are better than... I tell you, vampires are rubbish. Vampires are absolutely rubbish. Terrible monsters. Remind me I've left my bag in the basement. No, you haven't, it's here. Brilliant! (laughs) Uh, So tonight, this is it. These are the three things. Christmas special, ever have to kick down a door, and what is the best monster? 0330-123-1215. We'll have... Let's play a record so we get our breath back, and then we're really going to kick this week up the bum hole. We'll start properly. Yeah. Franz Ferdinand, I like these guys. What the bloody hell are you doing now? Why are you doing it off of this uh, mic? Uh, now, I, uh, um, I now I haven't got an iPod thing on in the computer. No, it won't work. It won't fit. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's the, the Christmas music. It can just go up the swanny. Listen, when people like Kit Taylor call in, oh, look at the launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Why aren't I there and why haven't I got a free copy? <laughs> when people like Kit Taylor call in and ask what the topics are, just tell them to F off. <laughs> just say, just go, actually, do you know what? F off. They should be listening. We don't need to be telling them. That's true. Can we bunk off and go and play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? Uh, if you want to. Okie dokie. £55 video game. I should be getting it free. Thanks very much. No one for giving it to me free. Right. Um, okay, so, yes, Christmas special. Kit Taylor. If you, let's let's some calls straight to air. Let's just go to line, uh, line two. You're on the wireless. Um, I'm, I'm listening through Sky and there's an awful lot of heavy breathing. Could you could you keep it down? Yeah, that's actually... That isn't disturbance tonight. That is actually us. Ah. Yes, so... I had to check what channel I was watching. Yes. Oh, no, they start at about 900, and if you work your way up, up to 968, you can get some good free ones. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> ah. Van Halen's on the line. Good evening, Van Halen. Good day, Lord Payne. Well done. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you very much. Um, I have called for a reason, and I'm not just going to babble on. I hope you have called for a reason. I look forward to finding out what that reason is and discussing it with you. Let's go. Um, Barry, the old geezer. Yes. Um, when you put him on, I actually switch off. Um, and secondly, I don't understand, um, my right honourable Mr Lee, yes. why you find him so funny and hilarious. I find you funny and hilarious, but I, I cannot see Correct. 
I concur wholeheartedly, dear heart. Well, well done. But, but what I'm trying to say to you, Esquire... Say it. ...is that why is Barry so funny to you? I just do not get that. I mean, <clears throat> I don't get it. I mean, you're a man like me. You like Silver Bullet, Gary Busey, things like that. Van Halen as well. The hang great on, band. hang on. What, what is Silver Bullet? The film, Silver Bullet. Stephen King, Silver Bullet. I've from nev- the 80s. I've never seen it. Oh, we've discussed it many, many I'm, times. I, no, we haven't discussed it. I've never seen Silver Bullet. I've never even heard of Silver Bullet. Yes, you had. You did a Google search one day and you picked it up and you took the mickey out of me because Gary Busey was in it. Oh, well, in that case, I may have done a Google search, but I've never seen it. Oh, right, but you said you were going to see it. I lied. It's about a year and a half ago. I lied. I haven't. No. I had no intention of watching it. Someone sent me a film today, Black Caesar. One of the best films ever. Someone sent me Black Caesar. And I, they've not mentioned who it is, why they've sent it to me, and it's. Uh, <laughs> I have it here, Fred Williamson, soundtrack by James Brown. It's never going to get watched. Oh, never going to get watched. Um, yeah. oh, well, listen. Well, who can explain what makes some people laugh at some things and others not laugh at other things? But Barry, I think, is one of the world's yeah. funniest things. Did you not hear his blankety blank last week? I did. I heard it. But then I made a decision after last last mm-hmm. night or the night before that I'm just yeah last night Sunday night, I'm just going to um, switch off now. Okay, well I tell you what I can make the decision easier Not- for you, Van Halen. I can make the decision easier for you. You're banned from listening forever. <laughs> there we go. Then that, then that's the whole issue is sorted out. Then you haven't <laughs> got to worry about switching off and switching or has no, he finished and then coming back on and then you could, you are banned. You are never allowed to listen to this show ever again and if I find out you've been listening boy oh boy I'm going to come around there and kick you up the backside as fast as you can say silver bullet ooh I miss you there we go thank you I'm glad that's that sorted out we can do that we have the power to stop people um oh I put the wrong fader down there let's go to uh... <laughs> Kit Taylor stop phoning on my producer and asking her what the show is about listen to the bloody show I get confused I'm sorry yeah I know you get... you've got the rubbish phone line haven't you yeah yeah well then get a decent phone we can't we can't hear him. This is not a particularly good studio for phone and radio anyway, because it's, it's a little bit pony, but uh, everyone's calling in. Look, let's, let's take one of these uh, straight to air. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Lanky Lee, Lanky Lee. Everybody's listening to Lanky Lee. Thanks very much. It's, it's, it's better than the jingles we actually get made for us. It's good. <laughs> now, do we have to have that screen on? Because that's the screen that tells us how many people are listening online. Uh... And that number... It, it keeps going down and it upsets me. <laughs> I don't think it's true to to now. It looks kind of pretty real time. Okay, I don't know how you turn it off. Have you got the remote? Hang on a second. Line six, you're on the wireless. Oh, happy Christmas to you. Merry Christmas! Yeah, I've just got my greatest novelty records of all about Christmas out and I thought, I don't know if you've heard any of these, have go, you? Go on. Uh, records, uh, you know, about Christmas. Records, yeah, you just, yeah, I, got, I, I understood that bit, yes. All I Want For Christmas Is My Two Front Teeth by Spike Jones. All I Want For Christmas Is A Beetle. Oh, Grandma Got Run Over By A Reindeer. Yeah. Wreck The Halls by The Three Stooges. Oh, yes. Oh, certainly. Uh, yeah, I'm A Christmas Tree by yes. Wild Man Fleischer. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, that's, no, shut up, shut lane. up! That's Wild Man Fisher. What does it say on that on my iPod there, Eloise? Wild Man Fisher. The song, read the song. Oh, I'm a... Christmas tree. tree. If we ha- if we were in the studio that had an iPod connection, I would have played "I'm a Christmas Tree" oh. by Wildman Fisher. But because of the cutbacks and the recession and published war and everything coming on, yes, Philip. Santa Claus and his old lady by Cheech and Chong. Oh, Cheech and Chong—they smoked pot. Yeah, I heard. Did you ever smoke pot, Philip, in the sixties? 
Uh, no, I never got round to that. Well, you know, I was too busy, you know, doing other things. Hey, listen, well, yeah, acid and heroin. No, I'm sure he wasn't as well. Hey, listen, Philip, put it on your Christmas list. Father Christmas may well be listening to this. I've got a dash. What a terrible, terrible start to the show. I can only apologise. <laughs> I'm a Christmas tree, I'm a Christmas tree, everybody hangs their ornaments on me. Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show, starting at 11. So, um, keeping in the tradition of having only the best guests on the show, and by best guests, I mean people that I like. I find that uh, the, the, the best interviews come when you get people on that you are genuinely interested in. For example, that's why uh, the Anvil interview works so well, why the Charlie Brooker interview works so well. All of these are available as podcasts. And why the Pablo Francisco interview didn't work at all. Uh, well, to keep it in, in that tradition, a couple of weeks ago I had the honour of speaking to one of my childhood heroes, uh, and b- b- there is no joke in this, there is no irony, my tongue is not in my cheek. Uh, when I was growing up, Paul Daniels was the man. He used to own Saturday nights. Uh, so we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. We're going to play two bits of the interview out. The full thing will be on the podcast. Have a listen, because at the start, the, f- the first half of the interview, uh, I think he's a little bit wary of me and is, um, he's waiting for the kick in the nuts, really. He's waiting for me to kick and go, ah, ha, ha, but really, you're rubbish. Uh, and I'm not. And it takes a little while to win him round. Have a listen. Let me know what you think. Paul, listen, the reason I've got you on is because a guy called Charlie Brooker who writes for The Guardian, he wrote that he bumped into you at a party or saw you at a party. And I remembered that I used to, when I was young, I used to absolutely love you, man. You used to own Saturday nights. You were my, <laughs> you were, you were, you were my boyhood hero. And uh, you were the king of Saturday nights for a long time, weren't you? Well, yes. I mean, I only ever did at most ten shows a year. Is that all? Um, yeah. The stuff I did, though, was carefully designed to be memorable. Yeah. Uh, and um, and different. Yeah. And I think that's why people remembered the stuff I did, because it was different to what everybody else was doing. I mean, I'm 36 now, so sort of throughout the 80s, I was, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, something like that. And every Saturday night that it was on, I was just transfixed by the, the evil voodoo you were doing on that screen. There was some crazy stuff you did. One I really remember, I may have got this wrong, uh, you burnt Debbie McGee to a frazzle or something and implied that she had died or something. Was that one? That would be the cremation illusion. That was yeah. it, yes. But what I tended to do, which, you know, sort of made me the, if you like, the talking point of the magic world, yeah. was I never did them quite in the way they used to be done. Right. And I still don't. The thing I was thinking as well about your show is, was it, was it half an hour, an hour, I think an hour long maybe? Yeah. Because it's kind of hard to sustain a magic show for 55 minutes over, you know, however long, eight, ten shows in a series. A lot of work went into them. Um, it was a 12-month job, really. Yeah. You, you were de- constantly thinking, designing, where would it fit in? If you were sawing a woman in half <laughs> in one show, you wouldn't do that again that series and the next series you would not do it in the same way yeah so if you were going to float somebody in the air then you would do it you would find a different way to do it than what you'd done before and so that kind of 
thinking and then the constant search around the world the world for the best of the speciality act oh yeah there was a guy i remember that would probably couldn't get on tv now where he used to blow balloons and then smoke cigarettes and blow the smoke into the balloons uh, the bubbles or bubbles yeah he was yes. amazing Tom Noddy was amazing, yes. I don't know how he can get over the current smoking bans yeah. in theatres and things like that. Although, there must be something in theatre that allows somebody to smoke in a play if it's relevant. I don't think there is. I, I, I seem to remember some scandal that Mel Smith was in a play and, as Churchill, and he wanted to spark up a cigar, and the local council said, well, you can't. You, you cannot be smoking a cigar even if you're playing Churchill. Oh, he should have asked me. Why? What could you do? You can smoke a cigar yeah. without smoking a cigar. You can mm. and you can produce smoke that isn't. When I was a very young kid, this is sorry, this is all reminiscing. But you used to be able to buy fake cigarettes uh, for, uh, uh, as an eight-year-old <laughs> that you With would a little blo- red end on. Yeah, and you'd blow, and smoke would come out of it. That's wonderful. Oh, that one, yeah. They're yeah. wonderful yeah. things, man. So, Paul, are you, you're still doing magic. I, someone, t- I tweeted that you were coming on, and someone tweeted you just did a gig, I think at his wedding in Spain or something. Yeah, I've been to France since then, and um, and I've also done a, a show up near Coventry. But so you're still <laughs> doing shows in the UK, are you? Yes. Um, you've got to understand something. Right now, as we speak, show business, yeah. live show business in the United Kingdom is just about dead in the water. Yeah. And so... A few years ago, my village asked me if I would do a show for them because mm. they did never see me. So I said yes, and I found out I just loved it. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Everybody knew everybody. If I took a, made a joke about him over there, they all knew who he was. Yeah, and then these village halls started getting lottery grants and becoming well appointed. So I have a couple of guys now who are out there looking for village halls that seat a minimum of two hundred two. And then uh, I tootle off and do one of them a week. Fantastic. And I shall do that until it all comes back again. (laughs) I I understand this starts on Friday, doesn't it? I think so, yes. That's that's what it'll... The recession is over on Friday, I think. Yeah, and I think Monday everything's back to normal, so fingers crossed. (laughs) Listen, have you got a website or anything where these gigs are listed? Because I I know I'd certainly love to come along and see Uh, you doing a live show. Yes, there's there's pauldaniels.co.uk, there's list them on there. I only put the public ones up yeah. because corporate jobs and after dinners and all that what well, do you do all them and they don't want publicising they don't want publicising but boy do those corporate gigs pay well sir don't they I do one or two of them and they they certainly keep the mortgage going they employ you do they oh. very very occasionally not, as, uh, not as often as they used to I must put my price up <laughs> <laughs> cheeky, cheeky son <laughs> what are you saying yeah that's right I just called Daniels a cheeky sod. <laughs> I don't mess around. I do not mess around. We'll speak to Buzz Aldrin, Harrington, Lee, uh, Aaron, uh, Christopher from the West Wickham, all of them after Bon Jovi. We're asking, um, what is the best monster? Is there anything more terrifying, more more dangerous than a zombie? It's, it ain't vampires. They is girls' monsters. Christmas special, and have you ever had to kick down a door? We'll find out after this. Friend. Is, it, is that Andre? 
This song's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, did you watch that Harry Potter Vinny's on the line. Good evening, Vinny. We're halfway there. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I was singing along. Oh, to so the music in your head. Merry Christmas, Vinny. Happy New Year. And to you too, sir. What can we do for you this fine, yeah. fine evening? Yeah, I just wondering if you watched the Gary Glitter program. I missed the Gary Glitter thing. This was a thing where they were, um, it was a fictional account. Yes, move that if you can. <laughs> a fictional account of what would happen if they brought back hanging. Yeah. And and what happened? Um, he got hanged. Was it actually Gary Glitter in it? No, it was the actor. Oh, imagine being the actor who looks like Gary Glitter. Oh, I know. That would be unfortunate. Listen. I've always, I really want, I want to, and I'm, I came very close to doing it on a podcast. I would love to interview Glitter and just say, why? You know, what? I used to love Gary Glitter when I was no, growing up. Actually, actually what we're, I'm, I'm requesting, if you're a Gary Glitter, if you're listening, what did you think of the programme? Okay, well, let's let's see. I'm, I'm sure Gary Glitter probably I'm is sure listening listens. to this show. I think he's a big, big fan of this kind of radio. Yeah. Gary, if you're listening, give us a call and let, Vinny wants to know, what did you think of that programme, 0330? And please, no one abuse him. Yeah, well, no one be, and also th- th- another thing. Please, no one phone up pretending to be Gary Glitter. We wouldn't want that. We only want the real Paul Gad himself to call in, Vinny. Well, hopefully he'll do that. Yeah, uh, I know. So I'm thinking, right? If, yes. If they ever do bring out executions, the first person that would do it, it would be Gary, Gary Glitter and yeah. a celebrity. So it'll be like, um, you know, in fashion getting Well, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think that by... Fashion? Yes, but it would be fashionable to be executed, <laughs> uh, Vinny. I don't think that's quite how it would work. But, uh, hey, you know, these Asbos, people wear them like badges, don't they? Yeah. Well, Vinny, thanks very much for what has to be <laughs> one of the worst calls you've ever made to a radio station. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like doing this stuff for you, you know, because um, I'm making your show even worse. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. See, I think Dan- I think Daniels did sound a little bit um, wary of me. There, we'll play the second part of the interview. Um, yeah, and this is where it all minutes. changes. Though. He comes around, and we're best friends. Best. Suddenly, we're hanging out with each other, and it's uh, it's all good stuff. Tonight, we are celebrating the magic of Christmas. What is the best monster ever? And have you ever had to kick down a door? Barry, ever had to kick down a door? Hello. Oh, hang on. Are you on that one? Are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm sorry. We're in a different studio because our studio is knackered and so I'm a little bit all over the place. But yes, Barry, I can hear you. Ever had to kick down a door, Barry? Well, I was going to tell a rather amusing story about Margaret. Yes. Who blew off in the car, see, and the the, the sound was so horrific I thought I'd administer the Heimlich manoeuvre. Wonderful. Magic. Yeah, looking forward to that. I've been told someone got in touch with me tonight, Mark Maloney, and he told me that a man slagged me off on your show. Well, yeah, but, so you... Okay, the, you raised... Two, no, sorry, um, you raised two interesting points there, Barry. The blow-off bit, N- or... No, the fact that... So- no, the fact that someone told you that um, Van Halen had slagged you off on this show. That means well, you uh, weren't listening no, to the show? I mean, 
No. No. Only, yes. yes. Weren't no, listening. Oh, yes. yes. No. no. Only yes. listen to Blankety my blank. bit. Bits. So. You only listen to your bits. You don't listen to the show. That's interesting. Okay. Because I, I did yeah. stick up for you. I, you did stick up for me. I'd just like to say I've enjoyed my time speaking to you on the show throughout the years at another, well, better radio station, but you're here now. I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening, but it's probably better if I bow out. It's been fun, the laughs. Uh, Mark Wong, remember when I was Mark Wong, that was funny. Uh, blankety blank the other night was funny. I've told some laughs. We've we've had some fun, but if I'm not appreciated anymore, I think it's best if I bow out. I'd like to thank all the Sony judges for awarding me and Ian a, a Sony Silver. And I'd just like to thank everybody for a wonderful few years. But if Van Halen, I believe it was, thinks that I'm not very good, then it's probably, probably best if I, if I bow out now. I'm only an old fella and I've had a lot of fun, but... Van Halen, if it's not up to your standards, I'd rather say goodnight. Well, that, that's your decision, Barry. Thanks for calling. Uh, no, or, or Bar- Barry, hang on, stay there. Don't go. Don't go. Listen, oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Call up and talk this old man off the metaphorical radio phone in ledge. Is that all right, Barry? Do you want to get some love? Uh, I've only got a few more minutes, so you better hurry up. Okay, let's get some. Uh, let, hang on, let's. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Call in and give some. Line six, give some love to Barry. Barry, Barry. Yes? Barry. Yes? Barry. Yes? Look, what's up? <laughs> what's the matter, mate? A man. A man found up early in his Look, don't worry, Barry. <laughs> look, Barry, look, the best thing you can do, yeah? Yes? Have you got any drink at home? <laughs> Is it you again? That funny man from the other night? Look, have, have a whiskey or beer. Have you got any alcohol? <laughs> Taking advice from you is like saying advice from the Captain of the Titanic. I've Barry. got a cup of tea. Hello. Yes. Uh, Barry, don't, don't do it. it. Come back off the ledge, Barry. Don't do it. Oh, I'm so upset. Uh, Barry, it's only words. Words cannot hurt. Words can hurt. Bricks can hurt, but words, no. No, they can't hurt. I mean, Van Halen, when was the last time he did anything decent apart from maybe that guitar solo in Jump? Oh, he might as well jump himself, but words do hurt. I'm giving so much and it's. Hey, Mr. Barry. Mr. Barry. Hello? Listen, Mr. Barry, you are an important element to this show, okay? Uh, Don't listen to that Mr. Van Halen. Who, who is he anyway? Who cares about him? You are a number one star. You are uh, important to people. People wait up for hours and hours to listen to you. Me too. Do they? Yes, they do. We all love you, Mr. Barry. If, if, if Mr. Ian Lee, if he doesn't care about you, well, he's a selfish man because you have made his career. Uh, thank you. Yeah, oh, wait. I can cheer Hello. 
Well, what you can do is go down Soho and find yes. some tart. Uh, uh, well, I'll give it a go. I'm not sure that that's hopeless. Anyone else want to talk me in off the ledge or... Barry? Yes! Look, Barry, make an appointment to see the doctor in the morning. Yes? <laughs> and, and see what he says. What will they say to you? He, he might say, What's, have you been sleeping all right, Barry? Well, not now, not tonight, no. I'll be tossing and... What? what? Barry? Hello? I think it's time to take that trip to Sweden and book yourself into euthanasia clinic. Oh, that, that's, now that is charming, isn't it? Do you know the entertainment I've given you like, over the years in the frankly rather disappointing show and that's the, that's it, is it? Maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll just turn me back on a lot of you. Good luck. Yeah, hello. I love you. Oh, who is this? A man. A fan. A man. A fan, yeah. A fan. A simple fan. Just a word in the void. A fan. It means so very, very much. Thank you, my darling. A man or a lady, are you? Barry, I've got some Transformers you can play with. Yes, it's not all that. Encouraging, but, but it's a gesture, isn't it? All right, how you doing? Who's that? Yeah, I wanted to talk about two things. Yes. Uh, first of all, um, what do you think about stem cell research? <laughs> it's not going to bring me in off the ledge, but it's a nice try. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about the term uh, black on black crime. It's just not only black people who are getting the in the world in um, black on black crime. Yeah, is that Nick Griffin on the phone? Who am I speaking to? Hi, Barry. I just want to say I love you. Oh, I love you too. Thank you. Not really! Oh. Well, perhaps it's best if I go, then. No, no, don't go. Don't go. Who's that? It's me. My name's Bob. Bob I love you, mate. You're like my best mate, you are. Just hold me, Bob. Hold me tight. Look, just don't go, mate. Just don't leave us. You'd, be devast you'd devastate us all if you do. Please think Are about us. Think about us. Don't, don't be so selfish. Think about us. That's true. Barry? Yes? Yeah, look, listen, mate. Have you got the number of the local Samaritans? Is that you again, the man from Blankety Blank the other night? That's right. That's right, yeah. Was that all right, was it, that night? It was a good night, wasn't it? <laughs> Have you heard it on YouTube? No. Is it's it... marginally less unfunny on YouTube when you hear it. Well, I'm glad we've cheered you up a bit, Barry. You seem a bit better now. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> Do you like Morrissey and the Smiths? Pardon? Do you like Morrissey and the Smiths? Very, very much. Well, I'll see him last Tuesday at the Brentwood Yeah. But yeah. I burnt my leg. Well, that's... Do you know how I hurt my leg? Is this going to be... Try it on the stage. I'll, su I'll suck his hand. Did you? Barry, I did. Yes, it's not helping all that much, but thank you for the contribution. I think I'll just forget the show and go to bed now. Goodbye, everyone. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, my God.
song is brilliant, but I need to listen to it again to find out. I know I'll never be lonely. I've got songs in my blood. I'm carrying all the love of an orchestra. Give me the love of an orchestra. Give me the love of an orchestra. Give me the love of an orchestra. There's no need for despair I'm carrying all the love of an orchestra Give me the love of an orchestra Give me the love of an orchestra Give me the love of an orchestra Uh, ben Jones playing that song, I think, on Thursday evening, and uh, it was on in the background. And I couldn't kind of work it; I couldn't hear it properly. Couldn't work out if I liked it or if I hated it. Now I've heard it in its entirety. I think I love it, but at two minutes one second, is that long enough to be called a song? I don't think that's long enough to actually be called a song. A song has got to be at least two minutes forty-five, at the very, very least, two minutes thirty. I'll give you. But two minutes and one second. I mean, come on, boys. It's a wonderful sound, but, you know, repeat the chorus a few times. But, yes, I did like it. And we'll have that one again, if you don't mind. Eloise is coming with a lovely cup of tea here. And that is above and beyond the call of duty. Thank you, Eloise. I'll take some of these calls. They've been here for a while. Let's go to, uh... Aaron! Good evening, Aaron! Aaron! He's been waiting for 38 minutes. Hello? Yes, Aaron, you're on the radio. Oh, yes. Hello. Yes, hello. We've done we've done that. We were into the, the meat of it now. Oh right. Um Oh I uh had something I oh first of all I just want to say uh well Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas everybody, Merry Blooming Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the Christmas special this evening, that's what it's all about. It's the Christmas special because there is nothing better than Christmas. Maltesers for breakfast, bring it on. Maltesers are the best. Maltesers are the best and breakfast you're allowed I had for my dinner tonight, get this. Pick a mix. I pick a mix left over from when I pick a mix two weeks ago. They were still in the I cupboard. I you had a sneaky sandwich at about ten, yeah, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm living the dream here, Eloise. <laughs> anyway, Aaron, yes, what was... You called in for a reason, not to hear about my dietary habits. <laughs> well, uh, I actually called in about uh, mobile phones. Oh, yeah, go on. Well, the thing is, right, is that everyone's, um... Uh, you know, everyone's getting the new iPhone, 3G, whatever it is now. Yeah. And, uh, well, if they keep bringing out new things... Well, basically, what people do is they save up to buy a new iPhone, yeah. then uh, by the time they've got the latest one, a new one comes out. So, yes. therefore, they can't... They're, yes. they're then out of fashion. So, I think what they should do is yes. make an iPhone and stay with it. You're saying that they should they should just, like, make one more phone yes. and then never develop phone technology? 
Yes. But that's the, pro- that's the thing with all of technology, because you buy a DVD player. Do they still have DVD players? Yeah. You buy a DVD player, and but then... Blu-ray e- comes out. E- Blu-ray comes out. Everything, by the moment you've bought... There are laboratories in Japan and Los Angeles, California, America, where they have all of the gadgets that you will want to have in your house for the next 20 years' time. They have them already, but they don't release them. They just release them slowly. That's how they make their money, Aaron. That's the world, Aaron. You can't go against the world. <laughs> but good effort, though. Thank you for that. Let's, um... So, oh, I've done the, I'm all over the wrong faders here. Let's go to, um... Oh, it's got a grumpy... Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no, don't you worry about that. It's natural. It's natural to cough. Uh, hey, listen to the podcast intros and outros for what we really think about coughing, eh? Oh, that's good. <laughs> Christopher from West Wickham, yes? Hey, um... Yeah, Merry Christmas, Christopher. Yeah, whatever. I hate Christmas. Oh, shut up, you whinger. <laughs> shut Dude. up, you whinger. Me, whinging? That doesn't sound like me. Well, come on, why do you hate Christmas? Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, well, it's kind of already starting, right? I've got my mother who keeps nagging me about what I want for Christmas, and I can never, like, make a decision on what I want for Christmas. Well, just put down some CDs or sweeties or... How can it be a bad thing deciding what presents to have? Well, I I think I've got an idea to share. I might ask squeezes back cat. That may be it. Squeezes back cat. Well, be careful, because the, the later stuff is very, very dubious. Really? Yo, very, very dodgy. You've got to be careful with the, the later... Uh, I'm trying to find a Christmas song that you um, that you might like. Hang on a second. Why is my iPod absolutely... Countdown pun- to Christmas party time. My favourite one is um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Power of Love. Well, that's not a Christmas song, oh, though, Some of the Christmas albums. Yeah, but it's not a Christmas well, song, though, is it? I think my favourite one is uh, Chris Rio. Here we go, this is it. Merry Christmas, everybody! Aww. It's party time! Sing along, Christopher! Come on! What's wrong? What, what, what happened? He's doing quite well. He was doing very well there, but... Um, let's, here we go. Here, here's, hang on, here's another one. Hang on a second. Here we go. This is I Ringo Starr. Well hang on, here we go. A bit more Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ringo Starr. Come on, Christmas, Christmas, come on! Every year, I wait for Christmas to come. It's wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, no Scrooges in our house, I'm afraid, Christopher. Hey, you know, you know, feed the world. Yes. Um, you know the sort of drum intro to that. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you know it's actually taken from the title track to Pierce the Fears' debut album? Do you know, Christopher? I didn't know that, and neither do I care. Ian Lee's two-hour late-night radio show starting at 11 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. There we go, right, so uh, let's rattle through some... Oh, in this second hour of the show, we're on 11 till 1. 
uh, Mondays to Thursdays, the second half of the show, we've got the second part of the Paul Daniels interview. The whole thing can be downloaded as the short podcast, can Yes, it? and uh, including us chatting, although I've took out Debbie. Yes, we, we, we because, didn't tell her we were recording, so yeah, we thought it best so to take that bit out. But we did speak apart to from that one tiny bit, but we do fill you in on what she said. Yeah, okay, so... She told us some fibs, didn't she? Yeah, it was about 35 minutes long, you say? Yeah. Oh. So you'll be able to get that tomorrow, and also we've recorded, uh, I think, about 15 minutes extra stuff for the long podcast as well. Yeah, in fact, I checked nine minutes is the intro oh. and six is the outro. Fifteen minutes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like the, the uh, uh, mental, mental maths. Mental genius is what I am. Um, I'm just emailing some guy who wrote in. Oh, <laughs> Andy Gregory. Yeah, shall I read you his first email? Yeah. Uh, your show, I'm sorry to say this, but after 15 plus years listening to Virgin and Absolute, your show is enough to turn me away to another station. <laughs> In comparison to Ben Jones, Jeff Annabelle and the guys on the morning section, Christian, etc., you show, and the stupid idiots are calling, is not funny and absolute dire. I'm copying this to the AR management. What's the AR management? Absolute radio management. Okay, thank you. But I don't know how he knows who they are. What a waste of two hours. I used to think you had a bright future. I hope things improve. So I wrote back saying, um... Oh, well, some people are scared of change and the show isn't for everybody. Hope you find something that suits you. All the best, Ian. That's quite nice, isn't it? That's quite a nice Yeah. Thing. Which one of you CC'd in Paul Sylvester? Oh, I'm not CC'd Paul Sylvester in. So, uh... Oh, he's got that. Anyway, well, he's, uh, he wrote back saying... Hi, he's, are you surprised I've written back and I've written back quite a polite reply? Hi, Ian, I've tried and on and off numerous times your show. It's not, no, it's not for everyone and my email was probably rather cutting, etc. So, apologies. <laughs> also, being a radio show presenter is not easy. Actually, it is. <laughs> it's the easiest thing in the world. I've done quite a lot in my time, local hospital stuff and community radio for a year or so, and it's easy to criticise someone else's line of work when it's not easy. I should know. I'm a police officer and not everyone can do this job. But please try and change some of the characters. It's not funny. <laughs> I know it's easy to criticise. I don't like doing it, but it's not funny. So I'm, I'm just writing back. Hang on one you second. You should say, well, uh, your policing is really terrible. Yeah, go on, go on, go on, catch a murderer. All right, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Hey, man, sorry, this is the act. I'm not going to change it. Um, uh, you may be, hang on, may be surprised to know it is rather popular. And surely the station is better for having a mix of things. Can't please everyone. May I recommend the following stations between 11pm and 1am. Capital, Radio 5 Live, Radio 2. Or, or there's Radio also some good things five. on telly at this time. Or there is the telly. Uh, I do hope this helps and we can still <laughs> be friends. Lots of love. You should write, P.S. I've tried being a policeman. It's well easy as well. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> I have tried being a copper and it was actually pretty easy. So stop whinging. We go right <laughs> that off to him now. Right, okay. Uh, we've got Buzz Aldrin. Sorry. He's on. There's so much for sending a nice email. Now I've got Osaki with him. I'm going to end up with Sorry, a fight. Sorry, that's my influence. Thought, that's who he thinks is the management. Is Paul Sylvester? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Little oh dear, 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 dear! What a waste of time you've just done there, Andy Gregory. Um, Buzz Aldrin is on the line. Good evening, Buzz. Yes, good evening. We're asking: Have you ever bashed down a door? Yes, I have done. Would you like to tell us about it? I don't really want to go into it. I've been to the moon, mate. That is correct, yes. I believe yeah. you have. So I don't really want to talk about that. Well, the moon? That's all right with you. 
Well, did, hang on, well, you, you, you well, don't... 40 years ago, mate. It was you that brought up the moon. You, you, correct, you did... Oh, look here, I've been to the moon, OK? Yeah. So don't be disrespectful. <laughs> no, but you did go to the moon. I did, but and... I don't want to talk about no, that, No, but okay? you brought that up. Right, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Werewolves. D- OK. Yeah? If so I know you... zombies any days. I've been to the moon, mate, I... so I should know. Yeah, yeah? I, I, you, I don't... I didn't think you wanted to talk about the moon. I don't want to talk about but it, then could you, you sh- keep bringing it up, you disrespect you, me. You keep bringing the moon up. <laughs> Look, stop talking about the moon. It's the pain uh, of my life. OK, so... Uh, werewolves. We- werewolves. You were saying they're worse than zombies, are they? Of course they are, mate. I've been to the moon. I should know about these things. You, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, with a werewolf, they're only really potent when it's a full moon. Ah. Don't talk Uh-oh. about the moods. What's wrong with you? No, I didn't. You're offensive. <laughs> he's put the phone down. He's just... Buzz Aldrin has just slammed the phone down. If I'd known he'd been waiting 50 minutes and we hadn't called him back, I would have... He wouldn't gone, give me his number. I would have gone to him immediately. I but, assume um, that Buzz doesn't really want general public phoning him, no. so... Because he has been to the moon and Imagine, that. Imagine, going to the moon, it would, um... We are a bit lowly to have his number, so... You know, what else is there to do in life? There's a picture of the moon up there. Look, there's a picture of the moon oh, on the screen. Weird. How's, this is freaky. Is there is freaky. some freaky, freaky voodoo going on. I wish I hadn't sent that email to that copper now. I'm going to have to email back. Hang on a second. Oh, no. Well, I shouldn't have written that stroppy bit at the end. That was you that made me do that. Hang on a minute. Did you really send that then? Well, yeah, of course I did. I'm not, I'm not one of these lightweight presenters who says stuff and doesn't do it. You know, you're Nick Shaw's and your stuff. I do it. It's new Armstrong here. Neil Armstrong. Sorry, what? Hello, what happened there? I haven't done anything. Hello, Neil. I did it. Oh, okay. Hello, Neil. Hello. Uh, hang, on. S- sorry, hang on. Sorry, one second. Dear Andy, sorry for that last comment. Eloise, <laughs> my producer, thought it would be... It would be funny. Yeah. Like, okay. hang on a second. Like a lot of things she says, it wasn't. Love and peace... Yeah. There we go. That's it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't diss the, the police force, for goodness sakes, Eloise. Respect. Yes, it's... Uh, who, sorry, who's this? Neil Armstrong. Yeah, um, I heard a uh, buzz earlier. You had what? I heard buzz. Oh, yeah, buzz was on just now, yeah. Yeah, um, he sounded quite bitter. He did. Do you guys still see much of each other? Nah, because he's quite angry at him. Yeah, that must really rankle with him. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, what other bloke's name? Do you know his, his name? The third guy. Yeah, the third guy that went, the guy that went up to the moon with you. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Have you forgotten it? Have you, Neil? Yeah, he's very angry, angry with me. Cause, because no one, cause re- no one can remember his name. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll say your vampires are more scary than. Uh, oh, vampires are rubbish, man! But because vampires are sexy. But, have you seen um, Dracula? Old yes, and because I'm not a baby, it didn't scare me. Okay, then, uh, what werewolves do? So, what's the thing with you and um, Buzz Aldrin talking about werewolves? Well, uh, well uh, we, we saw one, uh, you know, the moon. Right, you're, you're an idiot. Goodbye. <laughs> Let's go to, um, look, Harrington's been waiting for ages. Good evening, Harrington. Good evening. Good, Good evening. evening. I've got some five items to discuss with you. I'll be brief as possible. Okay, I'll let you do three of them. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> that was a good haggle. Okay, <laughs> you're right, lovely. So you're going to you jettison... Power, that's why. You're going to jettison two of them, Harrington, are you? No worries. For you, anything, sir. Okay. Best monster is Michael Myers. Well, he's not a monster. Yes, he is. Uh, no, he's not. Well, in my eyes, he's certainly the very dangerous character in a monster. He's just, he's just a killer. 
Well, yes, he's a monster killer. No, no, he's not a monster killer. He's just a, a, a psychotic killer. He's not a monster. But in my eyes, he's a monster. So for Halloween, for example. Yeah, but uh, that's you don't know. But in your eyes, is it, it, irrelevant. I'm enjoying speaking off mic here and supping my cup of tea yeah, while you leaning look back. Like you're chilling out. In, in your eyes, it's irrelevant. He's not a monster, Harrington. Well, I'm not going to argue with you because obviously, um, well, you're wrong. Yeah. Obviously, well, you're wrong. So there's no point in arguing. Next. Well, we can, yes, we can agree to disagree. No, we can't, because that's a coward's way out of an argument. That's, that's how idiots end arguments. We can agree that I am correct. He is not a monster. He's just um, a mentally deranged person who killed his parents um, as a, a young boy and spent, his life, and spent his life in yeah. a mental institution. He, he never killed his parents. He killed his sister. Oh, he killed his sister. Okay, but then he's, he's, still, a, he's still a human being. Well, not according to Donald Pleasant, he wasn't. He had the eyes of darkness, and he wasn't a human at all. He was, um... Well, that was, according, that was Donald Pleasant's being all dramatic. He was a human... He may have been evil personified, but he was still a human being, so he was not a monster in the sense of a vampire. Are we actually having this argument? In the sense of a, a vampire or a Dracula or something like that. Well, if I had a choice of, of your rationale, then it would be a werewolf as well. I would follow Buzz and whoever that Werewolves are rubbish. They come out once a month. Zombies are there all the time, putting the hours in, yeah, doing yeah. the work. Yeah, not true. According, if you um, recollect that film that I think Van Halen mentioned, Silver Bullet, well, the, the, the um, werewolf never came out during the moon. That That's a trick of trick of light. It's like Hang on, dear Ian, I feel your comment... There we go, now I'm in trouble. Sorry. I feel your comment to the police officer was out of order. Being a police officer is hard. I am studying to be a crime scene investigator. It's very tough. Normally, I love your show. First of all, it was my comment. Yeah, I... Second I, of all, we were joking. Yeah. Get a life. Just get a life, you coppers. I mean, listen, I'm a big fan of the coppers. They've been very, very helpful to me in uh, recent events in my life. I'm a huge fan of the police force and uh, the excellent work they do. Okay. Anyway, what was the, the third thing, Harrington? Well, we haven't got to number two yet. No, we've missed that one. Oh, dear. Um, breaking down doors. Yes. My third. I, I've actually done that in a professional um, capacity. Please tell us more. I, I'm an environmental health officer, and um, wow. as part of our remit when we have intruder alarms, which are um, malfunctioning, yeah. we have to, um, you know, switch them off and abate that nuisance. And um, many a time I've had to break down a door to get that's some um, job done. Well, I thought that, that breaking down a door topic would be quite interesting. Turns out it's quite dull. Yeah. Can I just say, I'm, I'm a big fan of the police. Before this, this, this develops into a, a situation, it's the police bad. force... No, but some people are idiots, and some people take what is a flippant comment um, to heart. The police... The, the, for the whole... There's, there's, some of the police are as, as bent as a five-bob note, and they're as dodgy as anything, but on the whole... The police are, uh, you know, excellent. Let's, let's just establish that before anybody starts rushing off and crying like a little baby. All right? With that sorted out, here's Muse. More of Paul Daniels, and we've got Lee, Rex and Gary from Catford. Oh, the big hits are coming out now, and uh, maybe some of your calls after this. Ian Lee's two-hour late-night radio show starting at 11 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Ian, Ian Lee's, Lee's two-hour two long late-night late radio, late radio show starting at 11 every night, Except Fridays. The number I pick between one and a million is... 804... You're not modest, are you? 
Another Fleetwood Mac documentary this evening. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into the Mac and I'm listening to some dodgy bootleg of them in Japan in 1980. Uh, right, okay, well, geez, look, the show's almost done. These two hour shows, they just fly by and it's, it's a joy. Uh, can I just uh, say, if you missed the show or you want to hear it or you want to hear the 15 minutes of extra stuff we recorded at the start and the end of the show, it, sometimes it's a little bit blue, I should warn you. Uh, 18, over 18s only, probably. Uh, you can go to iTunes and download it and you can also go. Uh, to www.absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. It's <coughs> oh, sorry, I thought Jesus. you had the mic down. <laughs> I've gone deaf because of your phlegm. It's all around there somewhere and is well worth looking and you'll be able to find the interview with Charlie Brooker, the interview with Anvil, all of that stuff. Uh, will be up there. I can't stress how important it is for the safety of my career for you to download that. So we get lots of download figures. That's, that's pretty much what it's all about. Anyway, uh, a couple of weeks ago we spoke to Paul Daniels. Um, he was a little bit on guard, I think, at uh, the, the start of the interview, waiting waiting for the sucker punch to the gut where we got him good and proper. Uh, but that was never going to come because it was, it was an interview that came from a place of genuine affection. And I think about this stage of the interview, he just started to warm up a little bit. Have you written an autobiography? And if not, why the hell not? Oh, yeah, I wrote one. They keep on to me to bring it up today, but you know, I really don't like writing all that much. <laughs> um, and uh, but I did an autobiography. Everybody says it's still good. You can still order it, I think, on Amazon yeah. places like that. You know, and it's called Under No Illusion. Okay, um, that's, well, that's on my Christmas. Get, you don't need to write it though. You just get a ghostwriter in and tell them the stories. They'll type it up and into, put it into. Funny you should say that. Really, I, a guy approached me and he said, "I've got this. Um, uh, I write." autobiographies and he gave me a list I said well alright then so for about three months I dictated yeah. well, I sat and told stories yeah. he wrote them down but he wouldn't I never got to see what the hell he was writing <laughs> and and eventually we're about two weeks away from a deadline I said look I've got to read this stuff yeah. well I think page one my parents who are called Huey and Nancy yeah. you know set off on the road to the northeast, like Joseph and Mary on the road to... Na- Jeez. What, what's all this? <laughs> and he said... And then I checked him up on his uh, email address. Yeah. And he was part of Christians in Entertainment. <laughs> and I was part of a Christian promotion campaign. <laughs> and fortunately, I can touch type. It took me three weeks to rewrite the book. And uh, I had to remove all that. I couldn't have all that. <laughs> It's not funny. I'm not laughing at that, Paul. I just remembered oh, something yes, else. You are. Yes, I am. What do you think of all the Darren Browns and all these these new magicians? Well, Darren is the latest in a long line yeah. of uh, Chan Canasta, Al Karan, David Berglas, all these people who did the part of magic we call mentalism. Yeah. Then it's down to do you like the character or do you not like the character? Yeah. You know, that's what it is. 
Uh, I enjoyed his live show. Oh yeah, I the theatre sh- the theatre show is. I saw that a couple of years ago, and he's. It, it, I think it's better than the TV show. I, my personal I think opinion. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, all, whoa, all steady, live steady, shows, steady. All live shows. Yeah, they're all better than. The TV. Yeah, of course. I get the feeling from the TV show that he, you used to have lots and lots of tricks, and it, it feels like he just does one or two tricks per show, and a lot of it is the razzmatazz leading up to it. Uh, and I kind of feel a little bit cheated from his from his TV shows. And David Copperfield tended to do that. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to be flying. I'm going to fly. And you'd be there waiting for an hour for him to fly. And then he'd do it. And it was good. But it's like, can you do some more things in that hour, please, Mr. Copperfield, and your eyebrows? You see, your problem is if you're a mentalist, for example, um, I'm going to tell you which word you're thinking of in that book. Yeah. I'm going to read your mind. That's the trick. Yeah. There is nowhere else to go, <laughs> is there? Yeah, you're there right. There is no. Paul? Paul Daniels? He's gone. He's disappeared! <laughs> He's done a trick! Wow, that's exciting. I do the vanishing act. <laughs> Where did you go, Paul? I had no idea. We thought maybe you just got bored oh, and you hung idea. up. idea. Paul, listen, we will let you go in a second. I just want to say, um, is there any chance we're going to see you on TV doing magic again? I mean, the wife swaps and all of that are great fun, but... This is going to sound really conceited. Go on. Debbie and I tootle off around the world. We do Vegas and New Zealand and Germany and everywhere in between. And we get standing ovations for doing magic stuff. Yeah. And then we come back to this country and they say, can you cook? Can you sing? Yeah, yeah. Will you you sit on your bum in a jungle? (laughs) And and I just think you've lost the plot. Yeah. TV doesn't want me to come back on TV. Yeah, and, I think that's and, the truth. And, and that's OK by me. It's just, you know, I mean, bless him and please, I like Darren and all his show, but when he, after all that publicity on the lottery, he only got three million viewers. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, that's not his fault. That's because the TV controllers have no idea what built-up audiences in the past. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to watch a load of knobs in a house or, or a load of people. I, I keep getting asked to do the ice skating one. I don't want to go ice skating. That's not what it's all about, you know. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's just not for me. I, I'm afraid unreality shows don't appeal to me. Um, I, I don't cook. I eat out. Uh, Debbie's a great cook. Yeah. So there goes 90% of TV. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just not there for me. It's a shame, man, because I said at the start, and without any irony or sarcasm, you owned Saturday nights. And when I was growing up, I had the Paul Daniels Magic, uh, I had the boxes, the box sets, I had um, the books, I had the, the, you know, I was doing all the tricks at home as a little kid. And you were an inspiration, Paul, and I, I genuinely mean that sincerely. Uh, and I just say, yeah, yeah, It's a pleasure. I just want to say thank you very much for coming on. And, uh, you know, I wish you and Debbie the best of luck in the future. Thank you very much, sir. I'll find her in the kitchen. Bye. <laughs> Good lad. Bye-bye. I, I think by the end we'd won him round and he was our friend, wasn't he? I yeah. think that was... Uh... He seems nice, lad. He seems like a nice lad. Paul Daniels there. And uh... Oh, we've got guests this week, haven't we? We've got um, Thomas Walsh Pugwash we coming have, in tomorrow. Yeah. Very excited. I'm a big fan of his. What a delightful gentleman he is. He's going to come in and play, hopefully play some songs. Is it him? Is he bringing others? Well, I don't how... actually know. It's, it's cool. down as Pugwash. Yeah. But I think, I think that's just him. Is him? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Is, yeah. We'll find out. And he's going to do a couple of songs for us, and we'll have the interview probably tomorrow, well, maybe Wednesday, we'll see, and uh, it'll all be good stuff. Let's quickly go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Is it true that too much relief makes you impotent? Yes, it is true, yes. Okay. Uh, let's go to Lee in Coatbridge. Good evening, Lee. It's the poor man. Oh, crikey. Yes, he's waited for 80 minutes. 
Firstly, um, the best monster of all time is Gojira, the original Godzilla, because he can destroy entire city. Yeah, yes, I'll give you that, but I wouldn't say terrifying, though. Zombies are more terrifying. If he was shooting a nuclear rare death at you, I think you'd be pretty terrified. I would be kind of scared, but the thing is, a zombie bites somebody, they become a zombie, then they bite somebody, then they become a zombie, and it's an ongoing thing, and eventually, you can't beat zombies, eventually, the whole world will be overrun by zombies, that's a fact. Godzilla would just stand on them. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's see about that. Yeah, well, secondly, respect to Paul Daniels, he's a hero. He's a legend, man, and, uh, you know, and he's, it, was, it was an honour to talk to him, and I would love to go and see him do some live magic somewhere, so I'm going to check it out. Excellent. And thirdly, if you're man enough, I want to challenge you to a faddy. Okay. <coughs> Eloise, would you count us in, please? It's going to be yep. three, two, one, go. We're going to start on go. One go. Yep. Three, <coughs> two, one, go. Pradi. Boston pancakes. That's rustic trombone. <laughs> Cleveland stable. <laughs> Debbie? Poe? Anyone? De- Mitch showing off now. He's kicking his hands. Tell me about kicking down the door. Sorry to keep you waiting so long, sir. Uh, that's not a problem, mate. Uh, yeah, well, about 25 years ago when I was... Uh, can, I, can, I, can I just stop you? You have Sorry. got... you Now, you sound like someone who has actually kicked down the door. You've got a voice of a man who I could easily <laughs> imagine kicking down a door. Yeah, but I did it from a Samaritan's point of no, view. No, well done. Go, tell us the story. It sounds, it sounds good. Yeah, well, um, I was a uh, six-foot-three six punk, heavily tattooed... Yeah walking down a very busy road in East London and there was an elderly lady banging on the window yeah. frantically screaming saying they've locked me in they've stole my purse they've locked oh, me in oh no uh, and I took right umbrage uh, all these people just walking past yeah. and ignoring her yeah so it's a very polite punk voice said to her like please move away from the door get madam. out the effing way grandma I'm coming <laughs> in right so I kicked open the door for her fantastic and um asked her what the matter was and she was saying that they they came in stole her purse and they locked her in she yeah. can't stay in the house yeah um and oh. she wanted to go to her sister's around the corner now this woman was just probably in her 80s or something like that yeah 
So I tried to secure the door and tried to get her to put a coat on and oh. she was frantically saying, oh, i just got to get out, i just got to get out. And as I was walking around the uh, corner to where she said her sister lived, the story started changing Uh-oh. to the fact that she was working in the factory at the bottom of the garden. Oh, dear. Here we go, yes. Right? And it started to become very apparent that I've just broken um, uh, a senile woman out of her house. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, oh, God, Rex. So, uh, you can imagine, I'm now thinking, OK, contingency plans here. You know what I would have done then? Oh, I God. would have run away. I <laughs> <laughs> would have run away. It's a good job Rex yeah. is such a gent. Yeah. Well, no, I've just got compulsive health disorder, I think. But then how did you get out of that, Rex? You've just broken into a mentally ill woman's house and released her. Yeah, this is where it actually started to go all pear-shaped uh, even further. Yeah. So I went, in, went into a car showroom and explained to this guy what, what happened. Yeah. Asked, asked him to look after this woman and phone the police while I went round to make sure nobody broke into the house. Oh. <laughs> Whilst round there, bearing in mind, as I said, I was a six-foot-three punk. The coppers turn twin. up. But no, I heard the keys jangling at the door. So I opened the door and I said, hello, do you live here? And this guy, poor little thing, looked up at me. Oh, man. Went, was totally petrified. Yeah. And his, his mouth just dropped open. He didn't know what to say. And he just sort of nodded his head. I said, I, I think I might have made a bit of a blunder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had to wait in his house while he went round the corner oh, to the mate. car showroom to get his grandma, his mother back that they used to oh. lock in the house because she's oh, seen the Oh, God. <laughs> Rex, well, listen, bless you for doing the right thing, but do you know what? <laughs> if you ever see that situation again, walk on by. <laughs> Rex, listen, thank you very much. For that. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. There you go, you see, kicking down a door. I knew that was a brilliant story. That was, we, we went through the wheat and we went through the chaff and we found the wheat that was Rex's call there that was wonderful. I knew we were on to gold. And that's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll talk about tomorrow. Have you ever helped someone and it's backfired? Yeah. Because that's just wonderful. Um, we've got the Alpha, we've got Gary from Catford, and maybe we'll do some calls straight to air after this. This tennis racket you sold me, sir. It feels smaller than my last one. Well, that's progress, sir. Same with Hi Fi Mobile. And the strings have been filled in. Look. Know your rights and right your wrongs. Goods you buy must fit their description, be of satisfactory quality and be suitable for their purpose. For clear practical advice, visit consumerdirect.gov.uk. Text us. If you insist on forwarding on those bad taste jokes, then don't forget, text to 81215, cost 50p, plus your standard network rate. Absolute Radio. Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show, starting at 11 every weeknight. Except Fridays. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works here now, dear listener. You can get the podcast on iTunes or www.absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee. Um, and there's also <clears throat> an absolute Twitter, which I can never remember, but Eloise will give us later on, uh, which will keep you up to date with all of the activity and the thing that is going on. Um, the Alpha... The He's trying to become, you know, ingrained in your mind as one of the lovable characters that phones the show, but no one remembers him. Let's just say, Gary, do you, have you ever heard of the Alpha? No, no, who's that? There we go, you see, it's, it's just not working, the Alpha, it's just not penetrate working. Sorry? I said I was trying to penetrate your mind. Into Don't you penetrate anything that belongs to me, young man. <laughs> what can we do for you, Alpha? Any topic. What do you mean? For the show. Well, yeah. What are they? Have you not been listening? Of course I have. Well, then you should be able to tell me what the topics are. I know, I just heard one about a monster. Right, how much have you been listening to the show? 
enough. Right. You. Mm, okay. So, so, what's the one about the monster, Alpha? What's your favourite monster? Okay. What is your favourite monster? That, that thing from Cloverfield. Okay, we'll be with you a little bit short, uh, sooner than oh. I was expecting, Gary. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you, know the, you, know, line, by the you know the topics. Like, I, I've got. It's what was your name again, caller? Yeah. It's the Alpha. What, yeah, you, you know what the topics are, don't you, Gary? Of course. Oh. There's, there's what's your favourite monster? There's uh, have you any door, stories about kicking doors down? Yep. And uh, the ever popular one about uh, wishing you a merry Christmas. There we go. So Alpha, anything you'd like to contribute to there? I've kicked the door down once. Go on. My uh, kitchen door was closed. <laughs> <laughs> Gary from Catford. Good evening, oh, Gary. Oh, dear, that was... Who was that, that again? That, I have no idea. I've just what pressed was... the, the hang-up button and I've, I've forgotten the name. The screen is blank in front of me, Gary. The screen after, is blank. After that great call from Rex about kicking a door down, you just moved from... from, from from A to Z. Peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. By the way, I must say, I've just seen Mark Crosley. Mark Crosley will be on at at one o'clock, so do stick around for that. Peaks and troughs, ups and downs, highs and Mm -hmm. lows, swings and roundabouts. Indeed. Um, I'd like to complain about the uh, the so-called Fleetwood Mac night on Friday night. By the way, can I just say, I have had a Twitter from Barry from Watford. He will genuinely be calling the show no more. That's well, there you go. Yes, go on, Gary. The Fleetwood Mac (laughs) night. Go on. Go on. I'm with you. I know where you're going on this. Go on. Okay, well, first of all, the Fleetwood Mac documentary, first of all, brilliant. Never knew that there was so much turmoil. This, is the, this is the Fleetwood Mac documentary, yeah. Don't Stop. The one that Don't was stop. on BBC Two about a week before, yeah? Indeed. That's the one. So this is and part of the Fleetwood Mac night. They start yeah. off with the Fleetwood Mac documentary that was on a week before. Okay, yeah. And uh, yep, second programme, I think it's like a behind-the-music type thing. It shows you the influences. Uh, it was voiced by John Peel, so clearly it was mid-90s. That was Rock Family Trees, yes. Went up to, yeah. went up to about 1996. No Lindsay Buckingham, and no at Lindsay that point Stevie Nicks was not in the, had left the band. Right. Yep, yep. And then, um, then I'm, you know, warming up, thinking, yep, here we go, Fleetwood Mac night. And now a concert with Stevie Winwood and Eric Stevie Winwood and Eric Clapton. Now, forget, uh, uh, listen, uh, Gary, I'm not too hot on the early Fleetwood Mac years, but right. were either Stevie Winwood or Eric Clapton in uh, the Fleetwood Mac? I'll just consult my diary. No. No, they weren't at all. OK, and then and then what What was after that? Uh, I think they then repeated for one of the other programs. I think, I think they're the thing about Peter Green, actually, which I've not seen, oh, now, but it's, it's oh, on okay. the Sky Plus. But, yeah, as Fleetwood Mac nights go, it was bloody poor. There was me thinking you might have had, like, maybe a concert. Yeah. Or, um, you, I don't know, just some of the music. Yeah. Evie Winwood and Eric Clapton decided they wanted to shoehorn their way in. It's disappointing. Very, very disappointing. I'll tell you what else is disappointing. Christmas may be great, but isn't New Year rubbish? Oh, New Year is absolute cack. It is always... Hang on, just Gary, sorry, one second. I I just must take this call. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, I am? Yeah. Right, I've just put it in a jiffy bag, yeah, the Christmas pudding. Lovely. Right, so it's absolutely right. It's golden square, isn't it? Yeah, don't send us any food because we will not eat it. Anything Yeah, I will yeah. not. We will not eat any food that comes from a listener, particularly not from you. <laughs> it's a nice one. Yep. Okay. Sorry, Gary. What were you saying? No, that's fine. Does he, does he deliver brandy butter with this? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want any of Andy's brandy butter. I think no, he can make it out of his own discharges. Oh. He's so oh, boozed up. Sure. New Year's, New Year's is, is rubbish. It's always an anticlimax. Nothing yeah. ever happens. And you, you, you're either... You, you, you're paying 25 quid to go to a pub 
or, or you're at yeah, a party. The rest of the year, yeah, it? exactly. Or you're at a party, and it's like this party's rubbish. Let's go to another one, and you're stuck between parties. It's awful. Do you know what, Ian? I've just got two words to anyone who likes New Year's. Go on. Up yours. There we go. Well done. There we go. Well done. Well, that's, we're, we're, we're rapidly approaching the end of the show, but suddenly we find that we have seven minutes. Uh, seven minutes and 20 seconds left of the show with no call. So, for the last seven minutes, 20 seconds, we will take your call straight to air. 0330 123 1215. There's a seven second delay. So don't swear, don't be libelous, but you can come on and do pretty much anything. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to pull you up on the uh, zombie being the uh, worst monster. Oh, okay. I don't think it's actually a monster. It's an infected person, isn't ooh, it? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, well, uh, well, now we're dealing with what is the definition of a monster. Well, exactly. Okay, I mean, let's, you let, don't, let's go back to basics. Greg, Greg, let's go back to basics. You would agree with me that Michael Myers from the Halloween movies is not a monster, wouldn't you? Um, in some people's eyes, he might be a monster. Oh, well, well, then you've just negated your argument, then. No, he's not a monster then. No. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. You negated your argument. You need to think very carefully when you're going up against me. Line five, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. How are you? This is Taylor Hanson from the Hanson. Oh, hello, Taylor Hanson. How are you doing? Oh, it's been a long time. Maybe we haven't spoken. No, I know. We've missed you, haven't we, Eloise? I love Taylor we Hanson. We love you. Oh, hello, Eloise. Um, now, enough of all this silliness. Yes. I want to know the pressing issue. Yes. And Jenna Edward. Of who? A John and Edward. This is the X Factor thing, isn't yeah, it? Two oh. I've not some, seen it. Some people like them, but some people don't. They were being discussed for an hour on Five Live this morning. For an hour. They oh. went from uh, troops who'd lost limbs to Jedward. Oh, right. Have we got an hour here tonight? No, we've <laughs> got about five and a half minutes. Oh. What do you think of them, Taylor? Well, they remind me of, um... Me, when I was a twin, a long time ago. What were the names of the other fellas in Hanson? Oh, you had Zachary. Yeah. And he was he was very naughty, and yes. he used to do things that I didn't like. Yes. And I'll be honest, I haven't looked at Wikipedia today, so <laughs> I can't tell you the rest of the band there. <laughs> could you could you give us a little bit of umbop? Um. Okay. <clears throat> His voice is starting to break, break I think. Yeah. His voice. They were good. I did like Hanson. The first album is a pop, wonderful pop album. It's a treat. I only know that one song. Oh, the first album was wonderful. I went and saw them in concert. Oh, and where is the love? Is that there? Where's the love? It's not enough. It. Make the world go round and round. But then, then they like, disappeared for two years. Then they came back. And they've listened to they're all talking like that, <laughs> and uh, they're doing uh, some serious pops. I know it's absolute guff. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the uh, telephone number. Calls going to go straight to air. The last five minutes of the uh, thing. I'm, I'm, I've got that problem. I'm hungry again now, and I've got. I, I can't eat when I go back. Really, it's not. Um, it's not conducive I'm to a healthy hungry. lifestyle. It's not. I good. just had a hobnob though. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, I've, got, I've got an expensive week this week. I've got to get. I, I'm such a, an old man. I've got. I've got to take my car in for a service and have get a quote for where someone smashed into it the other day while it was parked up. No. I've got to pay s- five hundred and fifty pounds plus VAT for someone to come around and give me a structural survey on my flat, and then I will get buildings insurance. Why have you got to have a structural survey because of the building because insurance? Because for the buildings insurance, yes. Yeah. What a boring, expensive life. That is I a lead. bit old, manny, but you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Line four, you're on the wireless. 
Hello, you're on the air. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, there we go. That's lovely. You can finally say Merry Christmas. I can't wait. I'm at home going to my wife. When can we get the tree? When are we allowed to get the tree? Because I want the tree up. I want to decorate it. And Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I love that. When do you put it up, though? I don't know. This is to be the first Christmas we spend Christmas Day um, at our house. It's the first Christmas I've ever spent Aww. Christmas Day with the... Well, I spent Christmas Day with my wife last year, actually, but with, with other members of the family. But it's the first... That was That's the first time... Well, well, we've got my mum coming and um, my in-laws are coming, but it's the first time we've had Christmas at our house. Aww. And I'm very, very excited. What do you do for Christmas? Um, not a lot, although Boxing Day is the start of our Christmas, really. We right. all go on pub, a pub walk. Yeah breakfast around our family friend's house lovely and then we go on a walk that's about 10 miles long Jesus, really? that involves us always getting lost Jeez. and it's a lot more fun than it sounds then we end up in a pub it sounds that sounds pretty darn good pretty i, I don't like going out christmas day and christmas boxing it boxing day though i like to stay at home and just eat and oh, uh this watch is telly like my and... second home though oh, christmas is wonderful isn't it i'm getting i'm getting properly into it anyway right sorry let's go to line uh f- five here on the wireless Absolutely, absolutely pathetic. Absolutely (laughs) pathetic. Line seven, you're on the wireless. (laughs) Jeez, that sounds like a a phone call from inside Vinny's mind. (laughs) Uh, Someone's out clubbing on a Monday. What's this? Somebody's read this. I don't know what that means. We get a lot of emails for Frank Skinner coming in during this show, and they're all about as funny as death. They're all people trying to be a little bit wacky, a little bit crazy. Is that what this one is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, let's go to um, six. Six on the wireless. Knock, knock. Who's there? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Up yours. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> that is a happy Christmas. That's a happy Christmas. Line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, happy Christmas to all the DJs and fans. The D- all the DJs and fans. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Plus, what's the postcode? Um, London. Yeah, well. We're not going to eat it. Don't send it. I am, I am in. It's a waste of money if you send it, Andy. Don't send it. No, just, just let me know oh, the postcode smoke. and I'll send it. We don't want it. We don't <laughs> want it. Gave the game away when he realised I was here. Yeah, we, we, whenever Andy calls up, we do switch him off air quite a lot. We always pretend that Eloise isn't here because <laughs> that's all he wants is you. <laughs> Line five, you're on the wireless. Well, I concur with Van Halen. Van Halen's great. So is Pink Floyd and Radiohead are rubbish. And Slayer are fantastic. Rain in Blood, um, Angel of Death, fantastic album. Um, Death Magnetic, track two is great as well from Metallica, as is Ride the Lightning, as is the track um, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just giving us a metal run down there. Well, thank you very much, sir. Line six, you're probably the last call of the evening before um, the Foo Fighters, then Mark Crosley. Line six. Hello, Ian. Hello. First time caller. Well Merry done. Christmas. Merry Christmas, my Merry friend. Christmas. What's your name? James. James, what can we do for you? I haven't got long, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, basically, I've, I've been working, so I've had to pull off. Uh, I'm driving home at the minute, so oh, I'll pull off the road just to say hello. I'll to pull you. off the road. Okay, sorry, I was confused there for a second. Okay, yes. <laughs> Easily done. Well, um, yes. That's it. Oh, oh hey, listen, mate, lovely to talk to you. Thank you very, very much. We, we like the first time callers, and we're getting a lot while we're doing this new shift, and it's much appreciated. Line uh, four, you are the last call of the evening. 
Thank you for listening to Ian Lee's show. He'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Good night. One, two, three. Hugs up next. Four.